It's them wise girls. It's the wise girls. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wise girls. Are the names uh-huh. Stay wise to the times is the game Relationships and money talk in the old way Oh, and if you didn't hear the name Just some wise girls Hey, happy Monday, y'all Welcome to episode 8 of Dim Wise Girls Oh, yes And I bet you want to know what we talking about today Well, today is a sad day Okay, Ray Today, today is a very sad day It's a funeral Ooh you got your black on, girl? I got my black on. You got your veil down? It's down. Because, you know, today we're going to have to say goodbye to the Ride or Die, bitch. Ride or Die. Yes, episode eight is Death of a Ride or Die Chick. Because sometimes bitches got to die. Sometimes they got to go. Mm-mm. Yes, sometimes you got to let something die so something can live again. Mm-hmm. And today... The day of the ride or die chick. Yes. Or at least one form of the ride or die chick. Oh, yes. she's got to go. Yes, we're having a homegoing ceremony for her. Mm. Yes, hallelujah. hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Mm-hmm. She's gone on to a better place. Yes, a better place. Ooh, and a better time. Mm-hmm. She's with the Lord now. Yes. So the Lord can govern her ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her place ooh, in the afterlife. Because ride or die chick. You've got to go. You've got to go. Bye-bye. I know some people are like, what? Are you crazy? Are you serious? What? Don't you want somebody to be down for you? Yeah, you do want somebody to be down for you. But is every situation calling for... Does every situation warrant your ride? (laughs) And does every situation warrant your death is the real question. This is true. Because, like, we need to really think about what we out here saying... And, you know, does everybody deserve this level of commitment? Mm. Mm. See, now, when you say commitment, then people start scattering. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's people out here riding for things that have not committed for them. Girl. Woo. Th- that's something right there. That's this a word. Is, that's a word right there. If it's not committed to you, are you riding for it? Girl. If it's not committed to you, are you dying for it? It's happening out here. It's happening. And I'm saying it's because I don't want you to feel like this is about an individual person or relationship. This is about, it's people out here riding hard for alcoholics. Like, it's alcoholics riding hard for drinking until <laughs> till they black out. It's people out here riding for uh, white supremacy. It's people out here riding for things that are just not even out here serv- serving them. Yeah. It's people out here riding for Fendi. Is Fendi riding for you? Girl. Like, it's people out like it's people out here riding for celebrities. Like, these celebrities take care of them personally. Mm-hmm. Like, we really need to reconsider what we out here riding and dying for. People riding hard for their brands, for their clothing brands. Like, real talk. Is Nike depositing a check in your bank every two weeks, weekly, monthly? Right. Are you getting a check? Girl, once every quarter. You know what I mean? Yeah. When are they? Who's writing for us? Especially for black women. 
Girl. Honey, I'm taking it to account. I've got a list, and I'm like Santa Claus. I'm checking that motherfucker twice. I want to know who's writing for black women. Who? Where they at? We're not even going to get into deep about that because we want to be able to cover everything that we have scheduled out for episode eight of Death of a Ride or Die Chick. Uh-huh. Yes, y'all want to stay tuned because we're going to talk about why Mama Pope was right. And, yeah, so we're going to get into it. So I guess let, let's get to our sponsors. So we can get back into it, y'all. When you're starting a business or trying to take your creativity to the next level, you need to be able to communicate without words in a market that is highly influenced by social media and visual marketing. Are you a creative professional looking to revamp your image or a new professional needing guidance on creating your brand? Well, contact Bold Creative Solutions. Be bold, be creative, be successful. We can be reached at boldcreativesolutions.com as well as Bold Creative Solutions on all social media platforms. Again, contact us at boldcreativesolutions.com. Be bold, be creative, be successful. All right, and we are back, y'all. We normally do movie quotes. This week we doing scene quote. <laughs> yes, television scene quote. So, K-Ray, you picked this week's quote. I did pick this week's quote, which is from Scandal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olivia Pope, ultimate ride or die chick. Olivia Pope. I don't know about that. I wonder what she was down to ride and die for. The Republic. No, I'm kidding. She was down for the Republic <laughs> like a mofo. She was. <laughs> um, but yes, so the scene from like season seven, I don't know what scene because I stopped watching at the end because, you know, I wasn't really feeling scandal um, those last three, four seasons. It was like the last three. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Mama Pope breaks it all the way down for black women in our society and she basically poses the question about black women being you know riding hard for the black community for black men for black men for, for society for at society large. at large just just black women just riding hard being all they can be up in this piece um and she poses the question, uh, is it admirable? Ad- admirable? I can't even say that Your right pronunciation now. this week has just been... I know. It just was not getting it. Are we ad... <laughs> Please say the word for me. Are we admirable or are we ridiculous? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> can't get that out. But yes, so that's the question. Is it admirable or ridiculous in the way that we cultivate and nurture and just um, sacrifice ourselves for the greater good uh, for black men for for culture for, for culture for society at large I mean break it down I mean what do you think I think we really need to get to a point where we kill something and then rebuild what it means mm. And I think, you know, it might be time for us to let go of the expectations or the stereotypes or the preconceived notions of what a black woman is, what Mm -hmm. a black woman does, and time to rebuild it. Like, let all that stuff go, especially if it's not serving you. Now, if something's serving you, yo, keep it. But maybe it's time to sit down and write down a list of the things you think being a strong black woman is. You know, write the pros, write the cons. Mm -hmm. And then whatever is not serving you, let that go. Yeah, let it go. Especially 
write down everything that's not true, you know what I'm saying, or stereotypical, and let it go. And Yes, because there are so many lies that we've all held on to for so long. Yes. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you hold on to a lie because you don't want to know, you don't want to explore outside of it because you've defined yourself by this lie. Mm. You've defined a part of your identity from a lie. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we're quick to come in and be like, oh, well, black women are beautiful. Black women are this. Black women are that. Especially with this whole black girl. Like, we just find titles for things that we just start smearing it on like mayonnaise. Mm. Um, I think it's really definitely time to start analyzing those things. But let's listen to what Mama Mama Pope has to say. Mama quote. Mama Pope has to say. uh, Because she says a lot. We normally actually say the movie quote. quote, But she's a whole soliloquy. And we're just going to let her have it. This is her spoken word piece and we're just going to let her spit it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mama Pope, take us away. Damn shame. I tell you, being a black woman is strong, they say. Support your man, raise a man, think like a man. Well, damn, I gotta do all that. (laughs) Who's out here working for me? Carrying my burden, building me up when I get down? Nobody. Black women out here trying to save everybody. And what do we get? Swagger jacked by white girls wearing cornrows and bamboo earrings. Ain't that a bitch? Huh? We still try. Try to help all y'all. Even when we get nothing. Is that admirable or ridiculous? I don't know. I know me sitting here is ridiculous when I could be helping, but you don't want my help. You want to do it all by yourself. Mr. Big Strong Black Man. God forbid you let a sister like me help you out. No, you don't want that. Don't let me put you on my back when you fall. Wipe the crust out of your eyes. Put a pet back in your step. Because when we do, you resent us for making you better, smarter, strong. Then drop us so you can be with someone basic. Someone without all that baggage you left us with. But we still try. That's why I'm here. Trying and saving and trying to save like we do. Here I am. Admirable or ridiculous? All right. So admirable or ridiculous, K. Ray? Mm. Mm. I think it depends on the situation. It could be a little bit of both, especially if you um, sacrifice all um, in spite of not. And then at the end, you don't really know who you are. Um, you don't really know yourself. You've depleted everything in you. Girl everything everything because uh, I think you have to build into yourself for it to be able to give it to others right you gotta pour from a full cup you gotta it's supposed to be overflowing so what comes out the cup is for y'all what's in the cup is for me but you know this is so easy to say these like colloquialisms mm-hmm. and then when you get in those moments you start pouring from a half full cup I know, because you, you, you get caught up in life. You get caught up in life. And you get caught up in wanting to be good. Yes, don't you want to be good? Don't you, Yeah, you do. You want, you want to be the good woman. You want to be 
the the everything, the superwoman, the Karen White. You want to be it all. I'm not your superwoman. Girl. I'm not the kind of um, girl that you can lay down. I think it's almost proven something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ignoring your singing. Yes, please uh, do. But <laughs> <laughs> I almost think, is too, is you sometimes you get caught up in like this sense of, what being you're supposed a, to be. What you're supposed to be. Being a badass. Like, I'm doing it all. Mm, I got this. But at the end of the day, if you do, if you were like, oh, I'm doing it all. but And then you're feeling spiteful and resentful about yourself, about other people, about your situation, your whole life. Then what is it really worth? Girl, you know what this is making me think of? What? Being Mary Jane Ooh, and how girl. I hated that show so Ooh, much. Being, I don't like her character. I did not like, like her character. Oh, I'm so sorry, Gabrielle Union. I know that was the role of your life. I hated Mary Jane Paul. Girl. She was so... Ugh. She was always so concerned about her surface that her internal was just like she was actually a bad friend. Yeah. She was not a good lover or a partner. No. It just put her in so many positions to be so hateful and vindictive and self-sabotaging and... Ugh. Ugh. And then you just got your whole life together on the outside and it's just a waste because what's on the inside is just trash. And she was doing it for what? To report the news? Girl. The things you build up in your mind sometimes, it's like, ugh, you're building a house of cards for just to be blown away by the simple things in life. Like, you get home and you just... But Olivia Pope was exactly the same way. She was. Ooh, girl, I almost, I almost remembered why I stopped watching the show. <laughs> Damn, boo! Okay. Why did you stop watching Scandal? Um... Well, I usually get tired of some shows because it gets to a point where it's like, this is just, it's it's not intriguing anymore because the storyline just is going in a whirlwind. But I think I lost interest right after she actually got with Fitz. She got in the White House, which I kind of predicted that she would feel like once she got there, she wouldn't really want it. But mm-hmm. there was something about the way she went about it. When she got pregnant, she got the abortion, she was with Fitz, she was in the house. And then she was just so unhappy, and it was just like, yo, you went through all of this. All of this. All of this. You was being superwoman. You was doing it all. You went through all of this, and it took you to get to this point to be like, this is not what I really want. This was just something I put in my mind that I thought seemed like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, it seemed like it would fulfill me. Like, I think that episode really tested uh, how I feel about a woman's right to choose. Yes, it really that did. too did happen. Because uh, I got really upset about it. Uh, like, you Olivia Pope. <laughs> what was you doing? Especially when you're a grown woman with access to health care and birth control. And money. And, and money and you're pregnant. You, mean you, you, you get to this point to be like, I want to, what, what? It just totally made the whole show not make sense no more. Yeah. And it was a total reversion of actually what I thought, what I thought she was about. Yeah. So it was just like, well, what is she doing? It made everything, like, it made the white coat, the white hat, the everything. The everything. Questionable. Just questions like, what are, are you, you doing? doing? And it's not even like a point where, because I know there's things in life where you get, you. it takes you to get to a point. Yeah, to, sometimes no. you just have to get you to that point to, to be get, like, 
oh, no, this ain't it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm not judging. I was just like, but for this show. For this show. I know. For this show. It's like, well, what is she about? It's what like, are and you it was about? Just like, you just got everything. What are you about? Yeah. What are you about? Yeah. But, yeah. I think that that position of wanting to be good, then you're constantly battling the fact that you don't want to be bitter, you don't want to be the angry black woman, but you still can at least be this ride or die chick. Yeah. So you have a label, you have a safe house label to put yourself under. But what are we riding for? And where the fuck we going? Ooh, girl, that's the real question. Where the fuck are we going? How many left turns we going to make before we realize we might want to make a right? And we might want to stay straight down the path. Where we going? And I think we can talk specifically about relationships here, just so I can uh, focus in and, and get to some points. Um, when it comes to relationships, it's like you can't ride for everybody. Cause are you riding for some? You can't. How you gonna ride for somebody you don't trust? With the question, like, where are we going? I don't know where he trying to take me. And so why I'm going to ride for don't you? If I intrinsically understand your intentions and you have not given me something, I'm not saying everybody has to get married, but I need to be given something. Where's my dowry? Where's something? Something. Something other than just commonplace living together. Ooh. I need something to perform under mm. a guy's. A ceremony, mm-hmm. a, sensei, a sensei, a Buddha. I'm going to need something. I'm going to need some ultimate sacrifice that you give unto me to know that intrinsically you're you're true, you're good, and we're going down the right path. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, where the fuck we going? Was it you who was talking about it or just something I seen rolling the internet or something? It was just like, why do we as women, especially as black women, have to like expend all of ourselves before we get to this point where it's like okay now now she's worthy of me marrying her girl uh, that was me that, that was, was me yes that was uh, me. were we talking about a specific celebrity couple or i can't remember i think we, we were talking about relationships in general especially um relationships with black men yeah especially now, she, now that I done used her up, treated her bad, she still stuck with me. I was now I'm a wife her up. <laughs> I was talking about people who will be together for extended amounts of time. So, like, we've been together for 25 years. Mm-hmm. We've been together for 15 years. We've been together 12 years. And now I'm going to marry you because at this point I am at most certain that you're worth it. You put up with all my stuff. And it was like, sometimes them be the worst relationships. Them be the people who be together 16 years and then get divorced uh, a year into being married. And it's not because marriage changed them. It was because marriage changed your mentality. Mm. And it changed your expectation of the other person. And Demetria Lucas said it best. Marriage is not a baptism. It is not going to sanctify mm-hmm. nor renew him or fill him with the spirit of the Holy Ghost. No, no. So therefore... It's not going to change him. So if you went into being with somebody for 15 years thinking it's going to change him as an individual, mm-hmm. well, then no, you're not going to make it. And marriage did ultimately break the camel's back, but the camel's back was already in dire need of a doctor. It was in, <laughs> it was already in need of an x-ray. Like, you know what I mean? It needed to be casted, and now it has casted away. Yeah. So, yeah. But let's 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 take a break real quick. Um, that way I can come back with my rant. We can get into Sisters with Wisdom and we can break all of this down. All right. Hey, 
Laura. Your Instagram feed looks awesome. Oh, thank you. I have been working with Purple Eye Potion. They have been capturing all of my professional headshots, all the work for my blog. You should really check them out. Really? I've been looking for a professional photographer to take some engagement photos. Well, you should definitely go to their website at purpleeyepotion.com. You will get $10 off of any $50 purchase or more. You can go to Purple Eye Potion at P-U-R-P-L-E-I-P-O-T-I-O-N.com. Purple Eye Potion, the potion to capture your life in motion. All right, we're back, and I'm actually ready to caca and release this rant. Okay. Um, I don't know if people understood why you went caca. That's a bird being, that's a dove being released into the air. Oh, I see. But it, uh, Nobody knows the See, you can't see me, so you don't know the bird motion and then the caca. But it's it's a dove being released, you know. It's a dove being and released. And release me like, like a, a thousand doves. Yes, okay. we're releasing these doves, honey. Okay, I get it now. And we letting them cry because I'm never satisfied. Okay. <laughs> Clearly. All right, let's get into this rant, though. So, I buried my ride or die chick when I realized the bitch was always going down with the wrong shit. We have to be careful what labels we glamorize because it can cause us to hold on to toxic situations for longer than we should. And I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. You can be ride or die for a career that doesn't suit you, a friendship that is no longer serving you. When we learn to just let go and let God, when will we do it? Trees shed their leaves every fall because the weight of the leaves and the snow of winter would cause the tree to topple over. We need to learn when to let the ship set sail because so many of us are using our buckets to pour water out of a sinking boat. It's going down, girl. It's going down. When will you finally realize that you are on the bottom? Um, and when you realize that you are on the bottom, you'll be resentful of everything and everyone around. Don't be out here wasting up all your good woman. You don't have as much as you think you do, and you need to save some for your reserve, or you'll stall out during your second act. Yes, our black girl magic is resilient, but should it really be taken for granted? Should we leave everyone to freedom but ourselves? If black women are this tough, this strong, this durable, then why are we always getting stashed with the workhorses? Because something of this caliber is clearly a luxury. And when the tide finally changes and you decide to set up real boundaries, don't get pulled back or bothered by the labels that will ultimately be placed upon you because I know you went through some real trials and tribulations to be able to say, no, I can't go. I will move no further and I will not give up my seat. I will stand with you and not label your passion as anger or your unwillingness to ride as you being bitter. Nope. Mm -mm. I'm going to just say that's another black woman who knows what she stands for because clearly whatever it was, it was not worth the ride and it certainly worth wasn't dying for. Certainly wasn't worth dying for. I wanted to clear my diction on that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. There Boom. It is. There it is. I need a ride or die chick. What? What? Okay. The lyrics of that song are actually horrible. I haven't listened to that song in a long time. I have it on my ride or die chick playlist. Because <laughs> sometimes I do need to, and you know, I need to invoke that feeling when I need to ride or die for myself. Yes, girl. Or for one of my businesses. You know, hey, I ain't saying 
all ride or die chicks gotta go. I'm just saying certain levels of ride or die chick. Un- unwarranted riding and dying <laughs> is where you really go wrong. Unwarranted riding and dying, <laughs> yes. Be, be careful what you choose to ride for. Be mindful, and I really mean it. Women have got to take care of themselves. Don't be out here wasting up all your good woman. It is not, it is not like, you know, good woman is like your teeth. You know, mm-hmm. you know when you're you got baby teeth, they fall out and you get permanent adult teeth, right? Mm-hmm. But if you lose one of your adult teeth, ain't ain't no tooth following that up, baby. You gonna have to pay a good stack. You gonna have to pay some real shmoney like Cardi B to get a bag and fix your teeth. That's what this is. If you out here wasting up all your good woman, you gonna have to get a bag and pay a therapist, a counselor, a group, <laughs> and you might need a couple of pills. Yes. So my girls in your, in the therapy, I know how you feel. You don't need Jesus and a whole life transformation. Whole life transformation. And sometimes, you know, you might not have had to make that turn. You might not have had to. I hear you, girl. I don't hear. be out here wasting up, you good woman. You going to want her for you. <sighs> yes. Wasn't that, wasn't that heavy? You're going to yes. want her for you. You need to be a good woman to you. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And then, because if you waste it all up, you will be exhausted with opening your heart, opening your life to any new ideas, to any new person. You just be, you'll be exhausted. You'll be exhausted. You'll and be you'll tired. you'll be closed off Ooh, from all new opportunities. New ideas, new thoughts. Mm-hmm. You'll be a shell of a woman. Ooh. It ain't Don't. nothing worse than one of them pod people. Don't become a pod person. It's a sad, sad, sad sight. I mean, just straight. I know a few pod people that are just like Eeyore in real life. And it's just like, where's Winnie the Pooh? <sighs> Pin the tail on the donkey. Because they were just, I just can't, I just don't. I'd be like, well, look at that. She done wasted up all her good woman. Somebody re-energize her. Ooh. Okay. Okay. What are we getting into now? We're about to get into ride at your own risk. Every relationship does not warrant this level of dedication. Mm. 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 It should not ride. Being a ride or die chick should not be the precursor to commitment. It shouldn't, actually. (laughs) It should not. Because if I could tell you about every time. That I ride it and damn near died. Because you using up all your gas, baby. Ooh, if I could tell you about all the times. Baby, you're much too fast. Ooh, that somebody had to pull me off the ledge and say, girl, you're about to die. Quit <laughs> riding. <laughs> Can I get an amen? <laughs> oh, it should not be a precursor to commitment. It's it's really not. It is not. We the have pre- to build something. Ride or die is not the prerequisite court course to relationship one hundred and one. Exactly. Like it should not be you rubbing your muddy boots all over me to see if I'm durable or not. Ooh, this is yeah. They don't they don't let you test drive a car that long. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't get to you don't get to have your furniture. For a long period of time. You have yeah. to you have to sit on the furniture, get a good idea of what it is, then you gotta commit to it, buy it, and get it home. Yeah. Like there's there is no extended warranty like the one on a black woman. Girl. Girl. Ooh. 
<laughs> Ooh, you're getting scientific up, up in, in this bitch. Okay. <laughs> the extended warranty on a black woman. That's why they keep putting us in these commercials with the white men. Because the white men realize oh, they got a nice extended warranty. Look at all the. Shut no, I'm just saying. <laughs> that was hard. Down. I'm just saying. Right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just watched a commercial like, look at this white man next to this black woman. Yeah. No, but for real though, the extended warranty on black women is like. <laughs> John Matarese needs to come out. Girl, please. For stop. Don't Waste Your Money. <laughs> if you're not in Cincinnati, you don't know who that is. John Matarese is, um, he has a news segment here on our local news station where he talks about don't waste your money. I'm telling you, he needs to get on there and give black women a glowing review. And for us to be this this high quality and standard of 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 an item, we're always being told that we're difficult, that we're bitter, that we're angry. And it really puts you in a position to not be able to allocate feelings correctly. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you're strong when you should be vulnerable and sometimes you're vulnerable when you should be strong. And I think that is a side effect of unwarranted riding and dying. Mm -hmm. I think maybe internally we're trying to always battle that. That notion that we're too, you know, we're angry and we're bitter and, you know. And it's just so many different variations of when not to ride and die. Like sometimes a friendship you don't need to ride and die for. And it can be hard because sometimes you can be friends with people for years. Yes. Years and realize that, you know, how you're living your life and how they're living their life are just parallels that can't even come together Mm -hmm. for any reason because something has happened somebody has abused you know the use of the love and that warranty on you Mm -hmm. they've they've taken it back too many times and it's just like well if i can't have intrinsic trust if i can't have a feeling of certainty that you're going to value me as a person at what point do i get to cut off you got to. You got to find a point where you, you have to have that cutoff point where, you know, you're like, I got to cut this core. I got to I gotta I let, let the go. nutrients in my tree flow to my leaves because your your soil and your tree over here is poisoning me and suffocating me. And you got to have that point. You got to because life is short. Yeah. Yeah. Life is short and life is fast. Life is slow and fast all at all the same, same time. damn time. I keep trying to tell y'all, <laughs> life is short when the person you saw yesterday passes away. It's like, dang, I just seen them. But life is long as hell when you're making the wrong decisions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You be in the midst of the wrong decision like, damn, is this still going on? <laughs> yes. And you'll be you'll be in the car riding and dying like, are we still going to the wrong destination? Mm. Yes. Are we still are we still lost? Still going in circles. And look, I'd be able to identify we're lost. If you can identify that you're lost and the person that you are in the car with can be like, you know what? We are lost. What should we do? What resources could we take? Maybe we could find a map. Now, that's somebody worth continuing riding with. But if you ride with somebody and you say, we're lost, and they go, we ain't lost. I know where we going. Uh, 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 mm, you, mm, you wrong. Back. You should just sit back and be quiet and uh, uh, enjoy this ride. You should be glad I even let you in my car. Yeah. Girl. Ooh, thinking about 
is it warranted? So I watched um, the Family of Friend Hustle clips and excerpts of it because you know we cut our cable off uh, on <laughs> YouTube. You mean oh with Ti? With Ti? Oh, okay, Because yes. now they have it where it's Ti, mm-hmm. Tiny, Monica, uh, Latoya, Lucky, Toya. Yeah. Uh, it's several different people plus they kids too. Yeah. So. I was watching the scenes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I don't want you to lose track. But I just wanted to uh, insert that uh, I I caught a clip of it the other day. Are we talking about the same clip? I don't think so. Okay. Because I I just saw that the pots and pans that Tiny was cooking with. Are they Farberware? They are Farberware. <laughs> and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to diss anybody that has you know Farberware or pots and pans from Walmart or. Kmart or wherever, but it's just funny when you see somebody with so much money cooking with cheap pots and pans. But you know, continue. Look, hey, Ray, everybody don't want to go to Williams Sonoma like us. Why you want to uh, keep burning up cheap pots and pans when you got the money to go buy nice ones? Oh, girl, that's a whole nother episode of Jim Wise Girls. <laughs> we need to save that for the Thanksgiving episode. I guess. Ooh! You say that for the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, no, I think that they probably got a deal with Farberware and Walmart, and that they have to cook in the pots and pans because there's no reason Stevie J and Ti should be cooking out of the same type of pots and pans. <laughs> it's just no reason. It's possible. All right, back to what I was talking about. So the scene I'm talking about is, um, it's Ti and Tiny's anniversary is coming up, mm-hmm. but Tiny is upset with Ti because she's she's upset at Tim mm. because he got caught on this video that went viral. He's touching his girl's butt. He's mm. clearly exhibiting bad behavior while they are trying to mend their relationship. Mm. So he comes in and he says uh, a few things to her. He comes to get the baby and then he says, you know, I'm going to Trinidad. If you want to come for your anniversary, we can go. And, you know, this the way he said, yo, anniversary, yo. And then everybody else in the episode is, like, praising her for being this ride-or-die chick. Mm-hmm. Um, John Gray's on the episode, and he tells her she's a resilient woman. And she mm-hmm. is a resilient woman. She's awesome. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all should see Laura's face right now. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to pull that, this knife out. And don't get me wrong, I understand it's a relationship. Sometimes a man and a woman have an understanding that only they understand. Mm-hmm. But it was just the, it was just for me on the outside looking in. Just felt like punched. You know, I just felt real violent and not very Super Soul Sunday ish esque. <laughs> yes. You know, and I just felt like the way he's talking to her and trying to present this situation to her is wrong, and it lacks accountability. Mm-hmm. It it lacks so much accountability. And it was just like, and we just going to clap for her and tell her to keep riding? Mm, yeah. Keep riding? It's like, it's like when it's like a marriage like that and a relationship like that, you're like, okay, do what you want to do. But also, how come none of that is put on the man too? Girl. You know, why is it always, I feel like it's put on the woman to be ride or die. And the man just gets to be like, yo. And he- that was his thing. Well, I bought you a car. It's always like a man is supposed to be able to buy his way out of accountability, yeah. whereas a woman has to be accountable, period, point blank, bottom line, I don't care what yes. you got. She got to be accountable with her spirit, her soul, her, her emotions. Her physical appearance. Yes. She is always else. being held accountable. And that's the part of riding and dying. I got to be perfect. You know how 
irritated you're going to get trying to be perfect so you can be this perfect ride or die chick at all times. And then he get to come up here and do do what the fuck ever. Girl. And be like, you know, I bought you, I bought you a bracelet. You know, I came home. You know, I'm trying to take you back for your anniversary. First of all, nigga, it's our anniversary. Yes. Girl, this is just a one. Mm. Is this an isolated relationship where I'm wife and you whatever the fuck you feel like being? Yeah, you can do whatever the the hell you want to do. Girl, I was watching it so I was trying to get. I was like, oh, I'm having a flashback. Why does a woman always have to mend the relationship for the both of both the parties? That that's it, but that goes in so many different ways, K. Ray. It's not just romantic relationships. Black women have held been held accountable to mend all kinds of relationships. I am tired of trying to mend the relationship between black people and white supremacy. I am tired of trying to mend the relationship between black women and the way that I am perceived in business. Mm-hmm. I am mm. tired of trying to mend relationships, and that's why Ride or Die is about to be real limited time only. Mm. I hear you. I am I am exhausted. It is not my job to mend every form of discourse in life. Yes. And it's not yours either. It's just not. They want us to be fixers, to be philosophers, to be cooks, to be uh, politicians, activists. They want us to be it all. Black woman, one-stop shop. Girl. 120-year warranty. I can't fix it all. I can't do it all. And I don't want to. No. All is all-encompassing. It's a lot. It's a lot. All is all is too much. All is too much. I don't even want to buy all Washington detergent. You know what I'm about? I ain't washing my shit in nothing but gain from now on. You know yeah. why? Because as a black woman, I just want to gain. All yes. I do is win, 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 no matter what. Yes. All I do is win, win, Girl, so win. the real question is, who's writing for us? That's DJ Khaled in it. I bet you is trying to win, win, win all the time. That was T-Pain. Calm oh, down. Never mind. Never, never mind. <laughs> DJ Khaled was on the track, but it was it's a T-Pain song. Oh, see, I know he's on the track. He a punk ass. That's all I wanted to say about that. Okay, <laughs> right, come back. Who's riding for us? Who's riding for us, as Mama Pope said? Who's carrying our burdens? Who's my sister's keeper? Well, clearly yours is me, but... Um, yes, but I'm talking about... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. In society. In society. Um... I think, don't get me wrong, there's a good portion of black men holding down sisters. Yes. Yes. Like, unadulteratedly. Mm-hmm. There are. I am not going to sit up in this podcast <laughs> and act like there are no black men holding down no, black women. No, we can't say that. We can't I'm never, no. ever going to say that. Uh, and that's not even a vibe I want people to catch. But other than that good 75%, uh... <laughs> Ooh, I, you gave her 75 i'm you know i'm gonna be generous on the podcast oh, yeah, yeah, today yeah, yeah okay generosity okay. i'm gonna give i'm gonna give some of y'all credit even though, you know you know what i'm just i'm giving y'all 75 percent, and i'm gonna stick with it because you know sometimes you just be feeling stuff and it could just be your perspective of this the world. is true so 75 percent. yeah okay i feel you i'm gonna give them 75 percent if y'all ladies want to get out there and at 
them wise girls to give me a different percentage, let me know. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, them wise girls. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to say there are black men out there holding down black women, but there are some that are not. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just from society um, from personal experience, mm-hmm. um, maybe they've been let down by a black woman. Maybe they've had bad experiences, um, and that that's their personal individual view. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, it could be society. Yeah, always treating black women like workhorses, like angels, like like the Angel Mama and all those movies where the happy black maid comes in and saves the day mm-hmm. and tells you you was smart, you was important, mm-hmm. and then the white women tell her you is fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, it's a delicate, it's a delicate thing. It's like I have white allies where it's white women I feel like I have a general kinship with because we are women. We do want to stand together. But then at the same time, I feel like there are white women out there who are making us feel like. How dare you believe in yourself? How right? Dare you, how dare you give affirmations to yourself? Yes. Like, how dare you have some dignity in who you are? Right? So it's just, it's a very... It's a very delicate, dangerous zone yeah. of figuring out who is writing for black women. Yes. I was thinking about um, the sister who actually started the Me Too movement. She's a black woman. Mm-hmm. I know her name. I'm mad I didn't write it down. Let me find her. Anyway, but I feel like they just totally hijacked her movement and made it about them when it was really about survivors of abuse yeah it was really a way for them to relate to each other and all of a sudden it just turned into white actresses Mm. it changed where it was going what it was doing and it was just like no that is so unfair and you're making this not about what it should be about yeah i hear you so it definitely gets me in my feelings and makes me feel a certain kind of way. And it's just like, well, who's writing for us? Admirable. Tarana J. Burke started Me Too. Mm-hmm. So that was just like, this This whole movement was not even about what it's being perceived to be about. And now there are people getting out like, ooh, a bump it. Oh, no, they got me too. And it's like, well, that's not what it was about. And it wasn't for that. But then it changed. And I think that not only happens to the Me Too movement, that happens to lots of things that are started by black women. Mm -hmm. And then somebody says, oh, this seems effective. I'll just take that. Mm -hmm. Plant my flag. I'll just, you know, I'll just colonize that. And that's just like, no, this is not how it should work. And then you wonder why we met. Then you wonder why we met. And wondering why you're mad. How can I, I'm supposed to be ride or die and emotionless? Girl. How am I supposed to have the passion to ride, but then have the passion to never get upset? Girl, you hitting a point right there. You hitting the nail on the head. How am I supposed to be emotionless? I know so many women who are ride or die for the culture, Mm -hmm. for black men, for a cause, for anything. And I feel like the moment that they speak up Mm -hmm. and assert them, because first it feels like, oh, you're assertive. You know what you want. I love that. Mm -hmm. And then when it's working against them, oh, you assertive. 
Yeah. You're angry. You're mean. Well, it was when it was working for you, it was okay. But now that it's working against you, it's not okay. And I'm supposed to be, uh, you know, emotionless or just totally, you know, I hate when I lose my word. I'm supposed to be void of all emotion yes. for you because you were only using me as a catalyst to uplift yourself. Yes. You was only supposed to step on my back so that you could see better. Yes. Oh, well, hell to the no. I'm no longer riding, and you can die. Mm. Well, send him <laughs> to hell. Okay. <laughs> that was deep. That was too deep. That was deep. That was deep for real. That was, maybe, maybe you don't have to die, but curses. <laughs> I cannot. Oh my goodness. We we get some good stuff. I'm telling you. Yes. Because that's that's we release you, black women. We release you like, like a, a thousand, thousand doves. doves. Yes. <laughs> Put a death to everything that's not serving you when it comes to this notion of being a ride or die chick. Ugh, it's just thinking about dying, thinking about the death, uh, in ride or die. Because don't you feel like death is a lot to ask? It is a lot to ask. It's you know allegiance. It is especially if I'm dying and I'm not gonna get uh, veteran status. Mm-hmm. Like you want me to fight this war? You want me to ride or die? I'm going to put my life on the line. Mm-hmm. And then all I get in return is death? Is is to no longer exist here on the earth realm? Well, yeah. It's, it's and you can't tell me nothing about the afterlife? saying, we want you to give your soul for this. No, that's, that's for religion. That's for Jesus, Allah, Buddha, the higher power. Death is for them. My children, when they act right, um, that's who death is for. My fam, you know, your family. Like death is not just for any Tom, Dick, and Harry, Susie, Jane, and Molly. That's not Raheem. (laughs) I mean, whoever, whoever. It's not for them. I hear you. And I think you know, it's all because of slavery. Because servants don't have emotions. Servants don't have a place. No. Servants don't have needs. True. A servant is to what? I'm here to serve you. Mm -hmm. I'm here to make your life better, easier. I'm here to serve. So if my job as a slave is to serve your every whim, I'm not supposed to have a need. Mm -hmm. I'm not even supposed to experience pain. Mm So I blame slavery. It all comes back to slavery. It all does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why the bitch gotta die. And we need to redefine and reform and renew the ride or die membership card. Ashes to ashes. Dust yes. to ride or die chicks. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's something that we really need to be considering and thinking about on a deeper level because everything that you ride for is not going to ride back for you. No, and you not. need to learn to leave the table when love is no longer being served. Well, 
what would you say to all the young girls out there being influenced by things like reality shows where they see all these women just being again and again and over just like seeming to ride for who the fuck ever gives them a freaking smile and a Gucci bag? I don't know, I have to think about what I would say to my younger self. Mm-hmm. And my younger self, who was, who? girl, wasn't she ride or die? She was ride or die. Oh, my gosh. She was ready. You were ready for. I was ready for whatever. whatever. I was ready Down for, whatever. for whatever. Down for whatever. Mm-hmm. He was um, T.I. before he came out with that song. <laughs> girl. I still, I love you, Tip. I'm sorry. I was just real mad at that scene, but I love you. Um, what I'm going to say about that is, is that to my younger self and to young women out there, I think what I say to my daughter all the time, be concerned with yourself. And it, being concerned with self is not selfish. Uh-huh, I agree. It is not. You need to think about the outcomes and the results of what you're going to get out of every situation and remember, is this how you want to live? Like, is this how I want to be defined in life? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, the only thing that ever got me out of bad situations where I realized I was riding and dying for something that did not warrant it yeah. was when I looked around at my surroundings and my environment and was like, no, this is not the Pottery Barn, William Sonoma life that I thought I was going to have. <laughs> so clearly, we're going in the wrong direction. I'm going to need to pump my brakes and get back because... You know, there's so much life, there's so much world, there's so much out there. And I think men are always taught that the world is a big place and that you need to experience and enjoy and explore. But I don't think women are given that same mm-hmm. that same wanderlust for life. You know what I mean? And to think, you know, to visualize your outcomes. So visualizing your outcome is the biggest way to decipher what you need to be riding for. Mm-hmm. That's And that's my wise principle right there. Wise principle. What's your wise principle? Mm-hmm. Always view somebody's road map for you getting in the car with them, ready to ride for whatever. Girl, I ain't asked for no maps, okay? I ain't for no map, no GPS. <laughs> I didn't ask for no map quest you directions. Have, you don't even know the make and the model of the car. You just got I was in. just in it. <laughs> you just like, okay. We would just be hopping in cars, riding in cars with boys. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, also, I, I probably really would say, like, stop exhausting yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Physically. Before you feel like you've proved to someone that you are worthy of commitment. Ugh. And that's on so many levels. That so could be, many levels. You could be riding and dying for a friend who mm-hmm. you feel like is exhausting you. Yes. Like, look, I'm your friend. I'm here for you. You don't have to exhaust me to the point of not wanting to participate anymore. Yes. <laughs> that's a word. Um, you don't have to let your job exhaust you to the point where you don't even like your career no more. Pull back. Reassess. Reevaluate. Mm-hmm. It ain't that serious. Because these jobs will use you up, and they act like they're doing something for you. I'd be like, yeah, you kind of doing something for me, but you ain't really doing something You are not the source. I don't make that much freaking money, but you be treating me like shit in this broken system that we have in these damn corporations, organizations. 
You feel good? Yeah. You feel all right? Yeah, I'm good. You feel all right? You feel all right? All right, good. Yeah, so just remember this is the the death of a ride or die chick is an all encompassing check what you getting into. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I wish there was an app for that. <laughs> like, I wish there was an app for being able to have a real clear view of what you're getting yourself into. But even if you, like I said, sometimes you don't know till you know. Mm-hmm. Be able to identify when you are in this epicenter of bullshit. Ooh, that's good. Yes. Ooh. Being able to identify when you're in the epicenter of bullshit will at least get you out before you've given too much. Yes, it will get you out of that, Prevent you, hopefully prevent you from getting to that point where it's like, well, I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't even know what this is about anymore. Because you are your own responsibility. This is true. While you out here riding, mm-hmm. till the wheels fall off, them your wheels. You, you might want to go get them. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like we've we've covered it. We've buried her. We've eulogized her. We've eulogized her. We've it's time for the repast. So. Ooh, let's get something to eat then. Yeah, let's get some food <laughs> in us because it's time to lay her in the ground. Let her spirit go on. Mm. Mm. We will always have these memories, ride or die chick. Yes, in remembrance. Mm-hmm. Ride or die chick. Thank mm. you for your service. I'm trying to think of what year she was established. But she died in 2018 in Cincinnati of Ohio. Mm-hmm. So redefine what you're riding for and what you will die for because everybody don't deserve it. And until next time, we are Dim Wise, wise Girls. We're going to catch you on the flip side. Those wise girls, wise girls, wise girls. I can relate to you. I can relate to you. I can be street you know i can be like yo yo g what's up you know i can ride or die 